Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you, we glorify your holy and righteous name. Be with us this day. Be with us this day in a mighty way. Cover the things that only you know to cover. Wrap your arms around us this day and change the situation and circumstances in our lives. Lord, we need you. There's no way possible that we can make it without you. And thank you for loving us with all the, your heart. It's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. This morning for our morning inspiration, I want us to look at Luke 17 verses 15 and 16. That's Luke 17 verses 15 and 16. And, and I, I was doing some devotional reading when I came across this and it opened my eyes to thankfulness in a way that I never thought it would be. And this scripture entails that. Uh, Luke 17 verses 15 through 16. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks he was a Samaritan. Thankfulness is the foundation to life of a follower of Jesus Christ. Sometimes thank you can be a surface type thank you, very little meaning behind it, or just being pleasant or polite. And sometimes that's just what we do. It's a surface thank you, not much meaning behind it. Then there are times it comes from a genuine place where you realize that you're truly thankful for what you received because it was needed or that prayer was answered. Thankfulness is a conscious response that comes from looking beyond the blessing, but says thank you directly to the source. I would like to use for our morning inspiration topic, just when I, just when I, a lesson in thankfulness. As I said earlier, there are times that thankfulness comes from a genuine place or sometimes it comes from a surface place. But when I read the story about the lepers, this is what capsulated my mind. There are 10 lepers, 10 lepers, 10 different lives impacted by what they are experiencing and the impact it may have had on their family, their personal lives, their friends, their relationships, the people they were surrounded with. Maybe it was a job, an employer, or their livelihood. And but whatever it is, it had a greater impact on their heart and mind. There are times when what we're dealing with impacts others, but nothing like when you're dealing with something and it impacts your mind, your thoughts, it impacts your relationship with God, it affects your prayer life. Sometimes the difficulties of life can impact you. And no doubt in my mind that these 10 lepers were dealing with some things that were very difficult in their lives. See, in that time, if someone had leprosy, you had to make a declaration that you had it. And sometimes you were ostracized, cast out. Some people had to, when they announced it, had to walk on the other side of the street. They had to identify themselves as a leper. 
Can you imagine the impact it has on your mind when you are ostracized or you're in a place where you're at the lowest point of your life and you have to declare that you're unclean and cannot be touched or near someone? Like I said, it has an impact on the people around you, but I'm sure it had to have an impact just on their mental health as it is. So dealing with things like this is called pain, and pain has a cost. It has a cost. As I explained, it has a cost to it. There is the pain that it impacts your livelihood, and then there's the pain that's internal that is often not seen or expressed or felt by others, but the pain is real. You're dealing with whatever you're dealing with and the impact it has on you and the impact it has on others. It's like a double-edged sword. You feel the pain, but who you are connected to feels it as well. When you're going through something, through some things, and your hope is almost gone, your spirit is weakened, you're tired, and you feel like giving up. I can raise my hand and say there have been times on the journey where I had the towel in my hand, and the only thing I wanted to say is, I'm giving up. I can't deal with this another day. This has been too hard. This has been too rough. I don't have answers I don't know where the help is going to come from. I don't know when this is going to change. And we can all admit that there are times when we've had to deal with the I want to give up. You're human. You're going to feel things and other people feel things. But what you feel is just how you feel what you feel. Like I said, there are going to be times in this when, when you want to just give up and you lose your hope. And when I say your spirit is weakened, we've all been in a place where your spirit is weakened. And even though the Bible says when you're weak, you will be made strong, there are times when you're just in a weak place and giving up seems like it is the easiest thing to do. And there are times when I feel like giving up and I said, okay, if I give up, what do I get when I give up? Absolutely nothing. You're casting yourself out of the eyes of God when you give up. And I don't want anybody to give up when they're in a place where it might be painful. I, I, as I read through this story, it, it reflected not just the thought of what a leper may go through, but what we go through in our personal lives. Ten lepers, but only one was thankful. No doubt the one who was thankful had gotten as low as he could get. And like I said, we've all been in a place where we got into a low place where you're laying on your back and the hardest thing to do was look up and op open your eyes and look up. He was at a low place. Whatever he was going through was personal. And whatever you're going through was personal. It's personal to you. It's painful to you. But there was a when he got to that low place and just when he had his just win moment, he had an experience, an encounter with Jesus Christ. And sometimes in the middle of our low places, even though you know who Jesus Christ is, 
There's nothing like having an another encounter with him. So we can go about our lives every day during our daily walk, and we could go through the practices and routines of praying and reading and realize that you need an, another encounter with him because he knows the situation that you're in. He wants to change it, but we need that encounter. And he was at his just when I place, just when I was about to give up, just when I wanted to quit, just when the thoughts of ending it all creeped in my mind, just when I wanted to quit life, just when I lost hope, just when I was going to give up on God. So you have to replace the leper with you in this case and saying you wanted to give up, saying that you wanted to quit life, just when you wanted to lose all your hope, just when you wanted to give up on God, there was an encounter with Jesus Christ, the one who saw the leper's condition, saw your condition, saw my condition, and he did not give up on me. He knew exactly when the condition needed to be healed. And that's one of the pivot points here. There is a place in us that we can go to a limit, and that's called the just when I limit. And that seems kind of like, why do I have to wait on God when I'm going through what I'm going through? But he knows there's a limit that you can get to, and he says, okay, I need to change this. Some people don't get to that point. They give up. But God is saying, just when you're about ready to give up, keep your faith. Keep believing, keep praying, keep asking, keep seeking, keep seeking his hand, keep seeking his face. He knows our limitations. He knows that some of the things we feel are painful. That he knows because when, when we suffer, it's part of his suffering too. And God cares about that situation that you're experiencing. He really does. And I don't want anybody to ever think that when you're at your lowest place that God does not care. But he has to get into a place, a position where he can meet the need and meet the need when the timing is right. So there were 10 lepers, 10 of them, but one was thankful. Just maybe you're dealing with something that you cannot fix on your own. I just want to remind you that God sees you through the eyes of Jesus Christ. One of my favorite songs is Everlasting God. The most familiar lyrics to that song is, I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. I want to tell someone, don't lose your confidence in Jesus when you get to that place of just when I. As I said before, it can get rough sometimes. It can get very tough. And sometimes the just when I is the way we think. We can think the worst. We can feel the worst. We can project the thoughts in our mind. We can create the problem to be greater than what it is. And we think a certain way. We think a certain way and we feel like the only thing to do is to dial out of the situation. And usually when we dial out of the situation, a few things takes place. We stop talking to God. I admit it, I've done it, and I'm pretty sure you've done it too. 
you get to a place where you stop talking to God or when you pray, you pray rather generally, but you're not praying from the place where you say, God, I really need you. So there's a point sometimes where you stop praying. The second effect is you stop reading your Bible. You stop having your personal devotions. You stop doing certain things that are key to your life's survival as a follower of God. It happens. I wouldn't be where I am and telling you what I'm telling you if I had not experienced that. There were times on the journey when I knew that I needed to be at a place of worship and I took some Sundays off, not realizing that I needed to be connected with other members of the faith and be surrounded by some people that are like-minded and could be going through the same thing that I'm going through or worse, but maybe their testimony, maybe their words could have inspired me. And I'll be honest, you could almost dial out and the road to recovery can be very, very difficult. And this is why I'm saying in the midst of it all, in the midst of the struggles and the pain that you're going through, don't give up on God. Just don't. I, I cannot express enough that he sees the situation and the circumstance that you're in. But this is where you got to hold on to your faith. Just like the song says, I will remain confident in this. The reason that you stay confident in this is because we've all had an encounter with God. We all had it. At some point in our life, we began a relationship with God, and you've had a taste of who he really is, and that never leaves you. Now, there are things that will affect us and impact us in life that can cause us to slide back or feel like falling off, but that encounter that you had with him is still there. And that is what you hold on to when you go through a very difficult time, when there are some stresses in your life, pain in your life, hurt and discomfort in your life. You still have to hold on to that because that is a memory of the one who came to you and saved you. But I, I often wonder how do people who had an encounter with God surrounded by brothers and sisters of faith, choose to give up. No doubt in my mind, when I think about the other lepers, they probably were more concerned about some of the things that they had lost or they were ready to regain, but there was not a level of thankfulness and maybe they never had a just when I moment. But that one leper, probably had a moment of reflection in his life when he thought about all the pain, he thought about all of the trials and issues of his life, and he thought about the worst of the worst, when he thought about giving up or just saying, I want to end it all, he had to remember at the encounter. He had to have, had to have heard something about Jesus Christ in his life at some point just like we all have. We, we have that knowledge of who he is. 
But I'm pretty sure in his life, and he was sitting there thinking and reflecting about everything that he had been through, he made a conscious decision to thank God, to go back and thank Jesus. That thankfulness that he had was not a surface thank you. This was no doubt in my mind, a place in his heart and mind where he looked back over his life and he saw the impact of leprosy on his life. No doubt in my mind, he reflected on the tears. He reflected on the days when he wanted to be close to someone and couldn't be. No doubt in his mind, he had to deal with the, the losses of maybe money or, or home or a friendship or seeing a loved one go on. Maybe he saw things around him that were difficult to see. And then he looked inside himself and said, I'm suffering with something that I cannot change, that I cannot fix on my own, that I need help with. And although it seemed like help would never come, it finally did come. He had to get in his thoughts that somehow, some way, I believe that whatever is going on in my life will one day change. See, a reflection point in our walk with Jesus Christ helps us to understand that he has been good to us. I'm not talking about the leper because he had that encounter for his healing. I'm talking about us where we understood and understand that God has been faithful to us, that he has been with us, that he never gave up on us. He never quit on us. It's just sometimes we quit. Sometimes we left the room. Sometimes sometimes we were dealing with the hurt without dealing with our faith. Sort of like weight on us. The hurt overruled our faith. The pain overruled our clarity of mind of who Jesus Christ is the dysfunction of whatever we were going through and what we're dealing with superseded the fact that I knew in reading God's word that Jesus Christ was a healer, that he was a deliverer, one who could set me free. And sometimes it's the trick of the enemy to convince you that what you are dealing with cannot be dealt with or resolved by God. That leper probably was at that place when he had his just win moment. We were probably at that place where we had a just win moment, almost ready to just throw in that towel. And I often wonder if you give up and throw in a towel, what are you really going to? Do you want to go back to the old you or the old lifestyle you have to ask yourself, what did it gain me then? And what could it gain me now if I go back? I say that if you go back to something that you feel like when God isn't there for you, you're going back to create some more consequences, probably greater than the consequences you may be dealing with now. But the difference is when we have a just win moment and we feel like giving up, we have to look on the inside and say, I remember 
when I was in a place before and I was just ready to give up, God put his hand on my shoulder and said, I'm with you. He held my hands and said, come on, go with me. He held my heart and said, I'm going to heal it because I know you need healing. He healed my mind from the thoughts that life was not worth living. See, when God looks at us, we are his true creation. And there's nothing too hard for him to do. It wasn't hard for him to heal those lepers. But the one who returned was the one that probably knew and understood that he didn't heal himself, that there was a source, and he was thankful. He fell down, he cried, and he worshiped. See, crying in worship comes from a place where you understand that God is my true source and my answer to the things that I need. So if you need healing today, worship him. If you need deliverance today, worship him. If you need a breakthrough, worship him. And when you're giving the worship, give him thanks. Thank God for everything that he has seen you through, bought you through, and delivered you from. Sometimes it's a cycle in life that you're going to go through these low places and high places. But I, I honestly believe that when we're thankful and we worship and praise God and we cry from the place of pain until the place of pain becomes the place of healing, that it becomes a place of of deliverance. It becomes a place of breaking free because I still always believe that no matter where we are in life, God still has something for us. And the enemy has been trying to trip you up from getting to that place that God has for you. He sees what God wants to do in your life. He sees what he wants to do in our lives. He sees what he wants to do in my life. And he'll do anything in the world to keep us from getting to that place by having us so focused on the negative and never looking at the cross, never looking at the one who died for the things that we go through, whether it's external or internal, Jesus died for that. He gave his very life as a sacrifice for us to be able to overcome, overcome the pain the losses and the setbacks, and he is still there with his hands outstretched saying, I love you, I forgive you, I still want you, I still need you, and regardless of what you think or where you are, I am still the one who can pull you out of the situation and take you to a higher place. Maybe you're out there today and you're really dealing with something as we're entering into these holidays and and your mind is all over the place, and you feel like just closing the windows and shutting the curtains and locking yourself in. I say open the blinds, open the curtains, let the sun shine in today. Let the light shine in on you today so that you can see God, so you can see Jesus Christ working through the situation. And when you see him work, fall down, Worship him, thank him, praise him, bless him, honor him, 
Give him all the glory because he is worthy of the glory. Some of the pain you may experience was for you to build a testimony because you passed the test and you can tell the story of how God was good to you at your worst moment. Your worst moment was the just when I, and just when you were about ready to give up, God justifiably stepped in and took over the situation. And now you are truly thankful. I want to thank you for joining us this morning for our morning inspiration. And I pray and hope that whatever you're experiencing today, that you realize that God will pull you through and see you through the situation and circumstance. It's not as worse as you think it is. And God does have an answer and a solution for everything that we're going through. No matter what it is, lay it at his altar, pray over it, take your hands off of it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we've all been to the place where we had a just when I moment. We've all been to the place where giving up seemed like it was the easiest thing to do. We've all been in a place where a heart was bitten, a heart was broken, and, and we had burdens, and we felt pain, and we struggled with something that was so painful, and we feel like giving up. But Lord, the lesson of the leper teaches us that when you do something so great and miraculous in our life, that we don't run off and forget who the source was. Let us turn around like the leper and turn to you and fall on our knees, cry and thank you for what you've done because you are the source. That we look beyond the blessing, but look at you because you are the one who receives the glory. And we can only tell the story of how good you were to us. So God, in a special way, there are some prayers that need to be answered. There is some hope that needs to be restored. There's some joy that is needed today like never before. Somebody needs peace of mind. Someone needs peace in the heart. Someone needs forgiveness and reconciliation. Someone needs to feel love. Someone just needs to feel your presence that they can be fully restored. So God, do this today. Whatever we cry out for, whatever the need, heal them, Lord. Minister to us and allow us to follow you and allow us to be led by you. So Lord, wrap your hands around everyone that's watching or will watch this and keep them in your care. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. For it's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Everyone happy, happy, have a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we will not be having our Bible study tonight. We will see you on Sunday. Looking forward to worship, high worship and high praise. Have a great rest of your week. God bless you and we love you.